It's the Flag on the Play podcast for Friday, June 18th. Plenty of good stuff to get to today. We've got the NFL update as per usual. A crazy last 48 hours in the NBA. we got lots to say there. A little baseball talk and then the good stuff. Genius of the week, Bozo of the week. No conclusive evidence, that usual Friday goodness. What I will give time to shout out to, though, are TikTok. we got lots going on over there at the Flag Podcast. You're going to want to follow that, like all the videos. we got a new episode coming for you, of course, on Monday. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you then. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. All the day long. Hopping and a bopping and a singing his song. All the little birds on J. <laughs> Every one of the officials threw their, their flag. And look at Pete Merrill. He's got a smile on his Rock and Robin. Friday, June 18th, it's the Flag on the Plate podcast. I'm your host, Phil. Joining me as always, he's over there on the far right. He's browsing the internet right now, wearing stripes. It's Owen. How's it going? It's going good, dude. It's going great. I mean, it would be better if the Jays were like a good baseball team, but it's, it's all right. We've been saying that for a long time. We so have been. We have it's been. not exactly new. Yeah, no, it's not. To my right, he's also wearing stripes. It's Alex. Let's do it. Also wearing stripes. Uh, like I said before, I have no stress. Flames are out. Raptors are out. Uh, I mean, I do like the Blue Jays. It was a little tough, but I'm not I'm not as stressed as Owen is because I know he takes it to heart for uh, the Blue Jays there. Oh, he's been having some sleepless yeah. nights for sure. Yes. Staying awake at night, you know, the whole vibe. It's episode 15. You okay. guys have any famous number 15s you want to shout out? Because I was Tim thinking, Tebow. Oh, Tim Tebow. Tebow. Let's go, Tebow. You got to shout out Tebow. I mean, now he's 85, but I mean, the career, the the best years of his career were number 15. So it's true. It's yeah. true. Uh, number 15 is kind of a tough number. I can't really think of anybody. So. I'm browsing around Phil's uh, enormous collection of Sports <laughs> Illustrated magazines, trying to find a number 15. Uh, let's see how long this takes. No luck. No luck. No, no luck. luck. No 15s. So no. shout out to Tim Tebow. Yeah. We, we got you. Episode 15. Good little segue. He was a football player. He is a football player again. He was also a baseball player. We're going to talk baseball later, but we like to start with football. Boys, what everybody's talking about in the sports world right now, Alvin Kamara, he signed a new deal. So he's he's now a serial. He's got a serial. It's called uh, Kamara King Crunch. It's with PLB Sports. And uh, PLB Sports, they've got an assortment of cereals. Nice. So I'm going to read you some of the names. You just tell me if you'd buy it. You just tell me if you'd eat it. So they've got some athlete cereals here. Mahomes Magic Crunch. Yes. Yeah. That's it a, has a It has crunch in yeah. it, so yeah, that's a yes. Oh, if you like crunch, they, they like to shout out crunch quite a bit. Josh, Josh's Jacks. It's Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. What is Josh's Jacks? Josh's Jacks? Yeah, I mean, what What does that mean? I couldn't tell you. I'm meaning it, though. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's a yes. We're yeah. a serial podcast. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Jones Touchdown Squares. Uh, squares. Not it's a big square a guy. Reach kind of cuts your mouth you know when you're yeah oh, it's yeah. kind of dangerous yeah. actually it cuts yeah. the roof up i don't like might that. have to do a recall yeah <laughs> recall on aaron jones squares i'm yeah. still eating it though if it's a sugar cereal it sounds like there you go yeah, probably eat that. Go. Okay. Probably eat that this is an easy one jump in juju crunch no nope. no 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 i'm good thanks though uh this is my favorite one personally <laughs> cousins cinnamon m-i-n-n like it's okay. Kirk Cousins, yep. so Cinnamon Minnesota basically. Nice Cousins Cinnamon snaps. 
Yep, That's give me those. A lot of words, but yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I love it. You like that? Cinnamon. Hold cinnamon. on, you like flavor. that? Who is like they have this whole lineup of cereals that nobody's probably ever heard of. Like who's I, buying? I've never these? like seen these. I know it was a total shock to me when I found out. <laughs> well, like who's carrying these? Next time I go to the U.S., I'm gonna hunt these down and yeah. They I'm said they're available in the local markets. So. Oh, local! The local markets. So okay. People in Minnesota just munching on like, her cousin cinnamon. Like in the cinnamon. farmers market, you just got like a cereal shelf there, or what? I I guess so. Wait, so All that right. that means he's not leaving Minnesota for like five years because if they committed to a cereal and it has Minnesota right. in it yeah he's got Vikings are stuck so yeah, yeah. that's bad bigger that's for... some things are bigger than football that yeah. cereal's definitely one of them yeah, yeah. So. bad news for Kellen Mond yeah, yeah. yeah. And, bench. yeah. and last one this one's specifically for Owen and I swear to god this is real I'm not making it up here O's that's actually does not surprise me at all that he has his own cereal this guy has I don't know how many like he literally parlayed Two weeks of good basketball into like fifty years of endorsement, a yeah. lifetime worth yeah. of yeah. endorsement. Yeah, he's gonna be and, and a rap song. Yeah, so yeah. this guy's literally he, set he for capitalized. life. Yeah, he's set for life. He's gonna be in China next year. Like Tyler, you're my guy. I'm just tough love. Sharks. Get in the gym. Get yeah. in the gym, Tyler. Get in the gym, dude. I just saw a story like five minutes ago. He's at a restaurant with his girl. Oh. They're listening to like some music. I'm like, dude. Just get out of Miami, man. Leave, you man yeah. dude, Miami. You gotta move to Omaha. Go back dude. to Wisconsin, man. Yeah. Go back to Wisconsin and go just get in a game. gym. Go back to your high school gym, dude. Yeah. Just get in a gym, man. Yeah. Just do something. There you go. So I'm not surprised. It's probably I mean, he's probably gonna have more cereals in the future. He's probably gonna have a oh. bunch of cereals. Yeah, Tyler Crunch. Lineup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything with crunch. All these guys are coming after Dak Prescott. After they saw how many um, endorsements he has. They're coming after him one cereal box at a time. Let's go. I wonder how hard it is. I wonder if you just like send him an email like, yo, can I get a can I get a cereal? We gotta get a flag yeah. cereal. You just Probably have could, crunch dude. in it. Yeah. yeah. Flag crunch. <laughs> yeah. Pretty fire. We talked about the Broncos a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. and we received a lot of praise. So Broncos Talks making a return. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to uh, That's good. Vaughn Miller had a very interesting thought. So last week he was getting a little excited. He was hyping himself up. There's been some rumors. He said, It's crazy to think about, you know. Getting Aaron Rodgers, you put him on a team, any team in the league, and he changes that team. So what I'm going to equate this to is this is like December 20th. Like you're getting hyped up. You're like, this could be the year I get the Xbox. (laughs) This could be the year I get the TV. Like I'm getting absolutely hyped. It's Christmas. (laughs) Like the magic's in the air. And then this week, they obviously went to camp and he saw what they had. So his expectations, they came down a little bit. He said, you start thinking, oh, we're going to get Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. But hold on. Wait a minute. We've got Drew Locke. That's who we're running with. That's who we're going with until anything changes. So that's that's the December 26 talking. Okay. He got the socks. He yeah. got the shirts. He got like some headphones. He's like, oh, okay. But like, you know what? Birthday's coming up. Like I can still get the TV. Yeah. So you got to keep the door open. The hope's open. Yeah. The GM of the Broncos was probably like telling him like, calm down, like stop putting out all this nonsense and stuff. Uh, yeah. And just hype up Drew Locke. Yeah. That's who yeah. we got. That's who we're rolling with. Yeah. I mean... Drew Locke, dude, that's a stud. Just gonna have a great year. Yeah, you're gonna have a great year. Lock in your Drew Locke MVP bets right now. Shout out Colin Cowherd. Guaranteeing it. He told us that a year ago. Yeah, (laughs) and I can't wait for Drew Locke to just overthrow passes by 20 yards or bounce him. He's 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 magic, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to excite you too much, Owen, because we got we got NFL stuff to go here. But Zach Wilson, he's been getting lots of hype this week. He's been the tour for Zach Wilson has been through the roof. Yep, hype everywhere. So on Foco, I don't want to add to the excitement, but on Foco, they sell like masks and stuff. There's sports collectibles website. There's 144 in circulation, so you better act right now. Limited edition Zach Wilson bobblehead. 
Really? Wow. A BYU edition. He's got the headband nice. on. He has to have the headband, yeah. Yeah, the samurai, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah the, like, the, we're not scared of anybody, and then it's like, yeah, but we're not going to play whoever they're going to play. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the little fake out. Yeah, yeah. dude, I don't that's a That's a good investment. I mean, I think we all, we should all hop in on that because yeah. uh, 144 ever might like, be the next Joe Namath. We could have three yeah. of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at if you look at like a LeBron rookie card now, and it's like, oh, I got this for like on a, in a, like a three dollar pack, and it's like worth like ten million now. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be BYU bobblehead of Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, fast forward ten years when he's like hall, in Hall of Fame talks, it's gonna be it's gonna be a collector's there item. You go. It's Through gonna be roof. huge. Only fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely yeah. got to get that. Yeah. It's an investment. I usually like to bring some exotic quotes with me, but there was too many to count this week, so I'm going to rapid fire them here. Dolphins wide receiver Albert Wilson. Ever heard of this guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's always like on the waiver wire, and Yahoo's telling me to pick him up, and I never do. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, this week he said, there's nothing I can't do out there. <laughs> That's an interesting quote. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see on the field. Who's okay. he telling this to? <laughs> Whoever was interviewing him. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. Ravens DE, Yannick Ngakwe. We all know this guy. He's a big star. They signed him. Oh, yeah. Um, He said, so apparently they also signed Max Crosby from the Raiders. Alex, you're familiar with his work. Yeah, Max Crosby. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. Well, he says, we are probably the best duo hitting the scene this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. When you have John Gruden coaching you and just in your ear, uh, I think that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Now they're on the Ravens, though. They've got that insight. Yeah. That yep. John Gruden insight. Yeah. They're taking it to Baltimore. <laughs> Speaking of your Raiders, though, Derek Carr. This one was making the rounds. I saw so it. Yeah. It, it's an absolute flamer. It's a great take. <laughs> I want to do it here. I'd probably quit football if I have to play that's somewhere just, else. You're probably going to quit football. So that's that's a cap. Football guy take, right? That's just what a football guy would say. Yeah. I think he actually might be scared that John Gruden will trade him for like Teddy Bridgewater or something. And yeah, he's trying to scare them from not like trading him. Respect. But, he's yeah. like, guys, like, don't make me retire from football. I've got a lot left in me. You're going to yeah. make me do it if you trade me? Like, look out. He's yeah. probably thinking Roger Goodell's calling the Raiders. Like, don't you dare make Derek Carr retire. Yeah, he's, we got to sell tickets still. We, we got to sell tickets. Loki, yeah. it's a fire move, though. It's like the kid at recess who's like, if you don't pass me the ball, like, I quit. That's oh, respect. That's, and then they're like, oh, like, I should probably pass him the ball. Yeah, you know then you're mean? running up the court and you're like, damn, where's Derek, bro? I got to <laughs> yeah. find him right now before <laughs> yeah. he gets really pissed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah before, <laughs> before he, he starts jogging back on D. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, not hustling. It's not picking up his guy. Also, yeah. shout out to when uh, the Raiders traded for Antonio Brown, and then Antonio Brown went to Derek Carr's house, and they just said, you ready to rock, man, for like 10 minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even let Antonio Brown enter his house. I'll just go find it. It's on YouTube. Great clip. Great clip. There's a ton of great played. clips that came out of that that whole ordeal. Oh, yeah. Like sound, the sound bites were just so endless. awkward. When so he made fire. the hype video of like his, fire. he like recorded the call with John Gruden. That was so fire. Illegal, but it's okay. <laughs> so fire. Antonio likes to record... Yeah, he did anything with a coach in it. Yeah, like Tomlin. And that made just, yeah, that was tough. Wow. I remember that was Tomlin back in the days Facebook. when I had hope about the Steelers, and I remember like we won the playoff game. I was so hyped. I go on Twitter after, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me, bro? You record the po- coach's post game on Instagram live, bro? Come oh on. my god, that, that brings back some bad memories." Yeah. Yeah. We got a, a couple more quotes here, just two more. Let's Jaguars linebacker Joe Schobert. I know this guy. Do you guys know this guy? I've, I've heard the name. Never heard of him. Yeah, I've heard, heard the name. The name. Uh, I expect us to win a lot of games this year and be very successful. So good. This, uh, ex- That's good. Yeah, That's the expectations are high in Jacksonville. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah, good for you, Joe. Great yeah. stuff. Great I stuff. just want to know, like, again, who are these players? Are, is these like just Twitter quotes, or are they, like who's interviewing these guys in the offseason? Like, who's like, 
I need to interview Show. What's his name? Showbert. Yeah, got to get Showbert. Showbert and ask him at the possibility of going seventeen and zero this year. Just yeah. What are the chances? He's like, I don't want to guarantee it, but, but very successful. Hey, yeah. What are the odds we like reach out and Showbert's like, yeah, please interview me. I got some comments. Yeah. Just, Joe, like, open invitation. Interview? You can yeah. come right on the show. Joe. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Last one. The Jets owner Woody Johnson. This team could be very it's special. No. Nah. Yeah. Could be very special, huh? Like, is that right? Special is in correct. like going to like five and twelve. This it year, could right? be wow. Yeah, it could be really <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> there's definitely some potential for an extreme result. It could be I failure. It could be success. Yeah, I, mm, I think it's gonna be some more success than failure. But uh, but yeah, I think it's a good. That's a good quote. It's a very special group. Couldn't agree more with my boy Woody. So. Respect. Yeah. Respect. So yeah, I just take. got two more storylines here from the NFL that Throw I got to toss in, man. Uh, so two through five picks at practice and said that practice is for making mistakes. What do you boys think of that? Uh, I'm not I'm not on the Tua bandwagon, but I saw he's growing a beard. Did you guys see this? It's I like did. a very full beard, too. It's it not is. patchy. It's not the Budenholzer beard. So you know what? I, That's what Fitzpatrick does to you when you yeah, <laughs> sit behind him for a year. Yeah. It's like, like dude, grow the dude. beard. It's wisdom. Yeah, respect. So has Tua just been thinking like, oh, I'm like young quarterbacks. So like games are like practice. So yeah. he just is like, oh, I'll just make mistakes in games. Like, yeah. It's like practice. Like, well, he just yeah. seems not concerned at all. That I mean, Jacoby Brissett is an okay QB, but I yeah. mean, you know, you could just take his spot. But Tua's all chilling, man. Five interceptions. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, that is a tough look. For and sure. then just here, uh, Nagy said there's absolutely no scenario where Dalton doesn't start week one. Just no scenario. I own and I doesn't, break his, this, leg, like, doesn't break his leg. Doesn't break his hurt yeah, his Achilles. Andy could fall off the face oh, of the earth, dude. Just. But the Andy has just had got the best press in football because I just saw this thing. It was like reports are in. Andy is helping, staying after practice to help Justin Fields Justin develop Field his said game. That, yeah. Wow, I it's thought like, you were gonna say like pick up the balls or something because no. that just seems like an Andy Dalton <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Does. He's like, like don't him. worry, boys. I got this. I got this. <laughs> He's like helping him develop his game. He's like, yeah. So like when you come into a game in like the third quarter, you're gonna want to like probably complete 20 percent of your passes that's what he wants to say and he's like just the best advice from just a veteran qb there you go just teach him everything you need to know but yeah. the orange on the bears uniform like the orange trim could low-key match with his hair a little bit oh yeah. so i think you know what i kind of want to see him start a game so i'm yeah, not okay. that against week it. one qb yeah, one the chicago wind i'm cold weather he, he'd, he'd do great i think there's yeah. sunday night football week one Really, oh, that's in uh, L.A. I'm pretty sure. You're right, though. Aesthetically, though, you gotta watch that. It'll that's be fire. Be like when he takes his helmet off after his third interception, and Al Michaels is roasting him a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. you see the trim, you're like, damn, that kind of fits. But yeah. like, he might even get a cereal though, because it looks that good. Like him just on the box. Yeah, Dalton Daltos or Daltos. Daltos. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fire. There yeah. you go. I mean, we already said it. Like, wh- once you put out QB one with a picture of Andy Dalton, like early in the in the off season like you can't walk that back yeah like you yeah. kind of locked yourself you tweeted you could have got you, you could have tom brady somehow yeah. and you would have you kind of had to start qb1 you had qb1 dude yeah. you gotta start yeah. him come on get yeah. him in there yeah they're yeah. like you know uh rogers sat behind far for a bit and so did other greats so it's only yeah. fair if field sits behind dalton so yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It's the same thing you gotta yeah. learn yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta yeah. walk before you can run yeah yep. mm-hmm. yeah uh we should probably shout out the new madden cover too it's got uh, Tom Brady and Patrick Fire. Mahomes on it. Yeah, it's and pretty good. You guys like it? I like it. I'm you giving it like a, a seven out of ten. Why? What do you not like? What about do you know? It? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like 
like I don't just kind of a weird picture like they're both just sitting there like I think it looks kind of hard it looks just like leaning over like yeah I don't know it looks good it looks sick like because I was seeing the other one they had like the other only other cover I think that had two guys was like from the Super Bowl yeah yeah. Paul Mall and Fitz and Fitz yeah yeah and that's like oh like you know we're like that's like a really intense yeah like, you see like the clash and the conflict but i kind of like this it's like yeah we're like we're the like goats. chilled out we're like the goats like it's like relaxed yeah you know okay. what i mean it's kind of fire i'll bump it to an eight you guys talk me into that there one. you go there you, you go. guys well, have a favorite man cover ever though i think mine's the paul malu one that one's just so fire i'm gonna have to go with peyton hill i was gonna shout that one out too <laughs> <laughs> just because that face mask is sick what's the one with the cardinals guy I think it's Larry Fitzgerald and someone. Else. Is it like it's Aaron Rodgers? It's, it's Paul Malu, dude. That's the one. Oh, I'm that saying. one. Okay, then yeah, I'm going with that one too. That one's out. It's hard. It's like Man Ten, dude. I had that. Was that Man Ten? Yeah, I had I that, had on that on one on the Wii. Wii. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Nice. And that so. one and I had Man Thirteen, the one with Calvin. Yeah, that, that one. Was, that that one's, one's actually sneaky too. Oh, I didn't like <laughs> that one. Calvin one. Oh, no, Calvin it was all right. It was all right. It was fire on the Wii though. Like they had that Puff Daddy song where it's like. Oh man, they had some. I don't even remember what bangers. the song was. It was a banger. Dude, the Madden soundtrack used to hit so hard. It's now so, it's so bad. Oh it's, my it's god, literally it's terrible. <laughs> Move, now. The chains, Move the chains. Move the chains. Biggest win for Detroit though in a while with the Johnson cover though. Yeah, that was fire. Shout out that Tony. And then they got it the next year, Barry Sanders. Yeah, there you go. It's unbelievable, dude. Madden just like puts so little money into their games like the oh. most expensive part of this new madden is probably the cover like oh, probably getting the professional getting photographer in there. in there yeah they yeah. did like a whole commercial yeah. i saw it are you guys believers of the madden curse nah mm. oh, i low-key was though before For, Mahomes. there won was the a Super hot Bowl. streak there, there was for a, a while. real hot I mean, who was that last year it was jackson right well, it was jackson nothing and bad who, happened who, to him who, but, not, not a great well, season though not a great compared season. to what he was yeah. doing so yeah that's it for the NFL update. Big week for the NFL this yeah, week. That yeah. was a huge one. Longer than usual. Oh, absolutely. So we love it. Yeah. Fans are going to love that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a uh, crazy 48 hours in the association. If if you've been living under a rock, I'll quickly catch you up here because I come prepared. I got the notes. Started out, Bucks collapse against the Nets. An all-time game. KD absolutely went off. Crazy game. Wake up the next morning. Bang. Chris Paul, COVID. This is a true story. I woke up, saw that. Had a couple more minutes before my alarm. Went back to bed. Woke up again, and then saw Kawhi was out. I was like, I better stop sleeping yeah. before the next guy just yep. drops dead. Oh my god, that was it. Then Pelicans let go Stan Van. Yep, that that was probably like a tough move for like the organization. I think yeah. just given Stan's pedigree and stuff. Like after one year or two, that's not. It's like uh, the relationship he had with the players and just how much he meant to everyone. I think it was tough. Yeah, they said he was really getting along with everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then uh, Wizards let go with Scott Brooks. Yep, five years there. We were expecting that one for sure. Yeah, that that one was sort of expected, but still notable. Yeah, Mavericks let go of their GM after 24 years, Donnie Nelson. Mm -hmm. Luca did not seem very happy about that. Nope, nope. He he seemed a bit happier about the other move they made, though. Yeah, we'll get to that one. We'll throw it in there. Then, at night, Sixers suffer one of the great collapses in really NBA playoff history. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Tough, tough game. Hawks come all the way back in the fourth quarter. Then, after that, Clippers go into Utah. Without Kawhi, take him down. Big game for PG. Big game for Reggie PG Jack. For PG, Marcus yeah. Morris going off. So they're up 3-2. And then today, Rick Carlisle steps down as Mavericks coach. Owen, you alluded to that one. And then lastly, we just watched the Bucks take out the Nets. Yep. Pretty yeah. close game for a while there, touch and go. And then Milwaukee sort of pulled it out at the end. So yeah. anyway, you guys want to open this one up. Whichever one you feel the most passionate about, go right ahead. The uh, the Dallas one, to be honest, kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Obviously, so Rick Carlisle's won a championship. He's yeah. been, he's 
probably the I mean I would say almost unquestionably the greatest coach in Mavericks history. He's been to the playoffs I don't even know how many times in the last you know over his tenure. Most you know he's in the playoffs almost every year. It seems like definitely more than not. Yeah. 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 And it's just like it's like I don't know. Obviously, you have to side with somebody like Luca in that situation. But like the reports were saying, like he was just he would show him up at practice, like he yelled at him in the middle of games, like it was just the relationship kind of broke down to a point where it's just not sustainable, which is bizarre to me because like who else has had problems with Rick Carlisle? Like he seems like a likable enough guy. Yeah, the only guy I could think of is Rondo. Well, yeah. but Rondo like but Rondo's couldn't get it is a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. Makes, yeah. Wild. they hate Rondo in Dallas, dude. Yeah, yeah, Rondo's because he, a like, he was there for like four months. Yeah, yeah and they he disrespected Rick Carlisle. Yeah, it's like yeah, it KD going back to OKC or something. Like, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. booing him still when they played this year. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I'd, I, I just don't like the entitledness of it. But I guess it's the NBA. Like when you have a star like that, everybody just kind of gets what they want and they do what they want. But I don't know. It's just tough to see a, a great like that have to kind of suffer if, like it gets the short end of the if it there. was a rift between luca and carlisle that is weird because you've had a lot of dallas legends come through and get coached by rick carlisle yeah. he was in indiana for a while and then luca just finished his third season and he made a coach retire because i guess the situation got that bad yeah um a lot of weird stuff going on in dallas and then i was hearing reports that he was getting mad at some like an analytics guy yeah so there was a doesn't even make sense what do you mean why would he get mad at a guy that does like calculus for the organization i don't know (laughs) what's going on there was an article in the athletic basically saying this guy gained cuban's ear and cuban was only listening to him and so the gm and him sort of had a power struggle the gm was like i don't want to be here anymore i can't deal with this quit and then luca doesn't like the guy but luca also doesn't like rick carlisle so it seems like there's a lot that's going on so luca likes donnie nelson yeah. Luca doesn't like Rick Carlisle. Mark Cuban likes the analytics guy. Yeah. And what does Luca think of Cuban? Does he like him? Wow, we've got like a love triangle here. This we got to get out he... the red Cuban's... tape and do the. Do Cuban's the, had a tough week. Do the clue too, investigation. The, the yeah. String. Yeah. I don't know. I'd say Dallas has got a lot to figure out because their roster, like it's, I don't really enjoy like like anybody on the roster other than yeah. maybe like THJ Brunson. It's really it's just no, Luca and a bunch of guys. No. Yeah. So they've got a lot of work to do. And like Porzingis is basically untradeable. He's got four years left on his contract. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just given what kind of an offseason Dallas is going into, Luca sh- should sign the max. And then yeah. now's the year where they should really like, you Make know, the bring push. in some guys. So I, I mean, they cleaned the house really, took the GM out, took the head coach out. So also, I, I'm not loving the Carlisle's only won one round since 2011. Like he brought you a championship. And I mean, I don't know. He's still, I think the Dallas teams were still respectable. I mean, yeah, prior yeah. to Luka, they were shit. Nowitzki was on his way out anyways. Yeah, and now he got Luka. I mean, it's not that easy. I got the Clippers two times in a row and they pushed them to seven here the last time. So Yeah, yeah. and they pushed them closer in the bubble than we all thought they would because the Clippers were like the title favorites going into yeah. the, the yeah. bubble. Yeah. I bet you now what they do is I bet you they bring in a guy like, as far as the head coach goes, I bet you they bring in a guy like Chauncey Billups. I bet you that's the next move. Bring in like a player coach kind of like what they did in in brooklyn and you just have you know luca will essentially be it'll be like a kind of like a co thing you know what i I mean i think they're bringing their assistant from what i heard yeah that's because they said luca was angling to get this assistant but i feel like there's been like too much enabling on what like luca just gets what he wants like let's just like do like i know it's all to luca that's just how it is in the nba dude. yeah but i feel like they're like extra extra just give Luca what he wants and let's make yeah. it happen. Well, I think because they were scared. I don't know if he, yeah, maybe I, somebody in his camp leaked it or something, but there was like talk that he was like unsure if he wanted to sign a deal 
That's that's Which so is, dumb. It's, yeah, that's, that's like your so fourth stupid. year. You gotta get. Yeah. And the Mavericks haven't given him any reason not to trust him. It's not like they're incompetent. Yeah, no, they're not yeah. at all. So I don't get though why the player would want to have so much power. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm not Luca, but just wanting to have like GM powers and head coach power. It's like, dude, like when are you gonna focus on your basketball? Just worry about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, all the other stuff's fine. Like they let you do whatever you want, but if you're gonna start like be a gm too like you mean yeah, yeah. only but, guy who gets to do that is Le- the king because he's the king yeah he's like good at it though yeah so <laughs> what do you mean oh he's got he, he traded for finals Jordan for Clarkson. 10 years in a row he, traded for Jordan. he knew yeah he knew and before D-Rose everybody knew d wade yeah then he and then he traded d wade when he saw d wade <laughs> was checking heat scores in the <laughs> locker <room>. <laughs> get him out get him get out. out he saw eight games of isaiah thomas he's like enough no <laughs> i'm out yeah i'm out <laughs> That's too funny. They should let KP be the GM. Just like move him away from a basketball role, shift him over to like management or coaching. Just get him out. Shift him out. Yeah, I see Find that a new job. Yeah. I see that headline. <laughs> I wake up. It's on Twitter. Uh, report: KP is retired. He's promoted to ba- president of basketball operations. Yeah. yeah, I see that. I could see that. He's like first move trade Luca. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see his Instagram post? He's like we're bringing out like the new unicorn or whatever. It's like I'm gonna be like that. He's he posts like it's. It, the whole long thing about like oh like i was doubted this year i'm gonna come back better than ever and kp like, yeah and he's oh, like clown. basically said like i'm gonna be the unicorn again that's what he said oh uh, no you're not mm-hmm. i think i think you're done yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you can go be the unicorn in boston buddy. Yeah. should we should we pivot to the other games yeah let's yeah. do it so milwaukee and brooklyn boys that game five yeah crazy game Milwaukee choked it. There's no other way to say it. They could have done a hundred things differently. You you literally could have put like, and I I know I understand the argument. The big argument coming out of the game was should Giannis have guarded KD more? Mm-hmm. It seemed like, and Alex and I were talking about whether that's a coach's instruction yeah. or if it's on Giannis. And I feel like Giannis has only played what organized basketball for like ten years. Yeah, like he yeah. he doesn't have the like. You can see like a lot of the guys who've played for a long time, they have that like basketball brain. Like Doncic has it where they're yeah. like, oh, yeah. Okay, this is what we need to do to win now. Giannis like I can tell he doesn't have it. Like he has to he just plays the game. There's mm-hmm. like it's not like a deeper level of thinking. So I feel like it is on the coach to be like, Hey, you gotta go check him now. Like this isn't like this can't be we we gotta go down this way. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going yeah. down with James Harden get, being able to guard PJ Tucker. Yeah. PJ yeah. Tucker doesn't move. Yeah. You're letting yeah. James Harden off the hook. Like send anybody else out there because Katie's scoring whoever you put on him. So I it, I don't even know. I think you're right though. I don't know if it's a personality thing if if just Giannis has been brought up that way, if co- you know, he's been taught that, you know, coach above everything, you got to listen to him, but mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been either way, whether it's on Giannis or if it's on Boonhoser, you need to switch up just try Giannis on KD for a couple possessions. If that works, just keep shifting guys. Just keep trying something else. Tucker mm-hmm. was getting cooked. Yeah. Did they not make a? They didn't make a sub for the last like eight minutes of no. the game. KD mm-hmm. was torching their season mm-hmm. down, and they were just sitting there and watching it happen. There was like a stunning lack of adjustments. No doubles. No nothing. Um, I think Budenholzer just freezes in the game. I just think that's yeah. what happens, man. I, you yeah. didn't make any <clears throat> diff change. Like you don't need a coach then if you're just gonna keep everything the same the coach is there to make an adjustment in the game see what's wrong offensively was crap too man Harden's playing at 40 percent and and no one's going at Harden uh on on the offense not even that they're instead of backing him down and it's it's exactly what Barkley said after the game 
they're just dumb. They they don't. Yeah. They they're a dumb basketball team. They don't make adjustments. Their players aren't smart enough to kick into it. It's it's incredibly frustrating to watch because they certainly have the talent to get exactly through this. anyone. Man, put Jeff Teague and and have him go at Harden offensively. Just clear out ISO. Doesn't matter. Like you said. Giannis also his IQ I think sometimes isn't the greatest. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't take a fadeaway against Harden, man. And the fact then. that Harden waved off the defender because he knew Giannis was going to do some dumb shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think Harden Harden's like a smart guy. He's not oh, stupid. He yeah. knows if I can like I can guilt him into taking the fadeaway oh. if I do this. Yeah, yeah. That's clearly what was going on in his brain. He's like, if he drives to the basket because I send a double, we're cooked. So I'm just going to post him up, wave the guy off, I'll push him off the block, and then he's going to fade back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and to me, like, speaking of guys like Luca and the L situation in Dallas and all that, to me, Giannis is, like, the anti-Luca, where he, mm-hmm. like you were saying, he's yeah. the, he's, he's a, seems super coachable to me. Like, he's not a drama guy. He's not a guy who's no. going to, you know, f- you know, take over a game in terms of adjustments and stuff yeah. like that. So, in that situation, I think, I don't know whether it's the way he's brought up or whatever, but you need a guy like Bud to take control and be like, hey, Giannis, I need you to go out and do this. I need you to guard this guy. Because otherwise, Giannis is just going to eat. almost like you're playing pickup basketball. You guard who, you know. Wait, who's hold on you. Yeah. Think yeah. of this. Wait, what if, so if the Bucks get eliminated here in game seven, Boonhoser gets fired why don't they hire Carlisle? That's I was I was reading that today un- that that's very possible. Oh, that should be very possible. I think like what Owen was saying. That's where I got the idea from. They should definitely hire Carlisle because he's more like he'll tell Hands you honestly. You need to do this, yeah. this, and this. That would be exactly what they need to. Yeah. That's a perfect fix. And I there's mean, nothing wrong with that, man. It's the it's the head coach. He's supposed to tell you what's wrong in the game. You know. Yeah, I mean, who did who's who did Giannis love was Jason Kidd, dude. And that was kind of mm-hmm. like Jason Kidd was seemed like a guy who was a, a really good leader of Absolutely. the team to a certain yeah. extent, and and Giannis on. loved him. Like yeah. he. Re- responded really didn't he say like uh, like uh, he almost threatened he like threatened the organization a little bit when yeah, Jason no, yeah uh, he, was he pretty, called like uh, the owner or something yeah that's He's like what he don't did. let him go and then yeah. i guess yeah. they let him go in the end but yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah somebody like that who's like kind of like a almost a mentor type who's got a lot of basketball experience who's like really really but forceful kind of that like, too assertive. but just someone do that can make adjustments man yeah. somebody knows how to you gotta make it game. in game now they played a fine game six okay they kind of figured some stuff out but like you can't make adjustments from game to game, you have to sometimes make it in, in, during the game. Yeah, and there's I understand that Budenholzer's best strength is the numbers and like incrementally your ceiling goes way up because you have him during the regular season. But he doesn't read the game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's been the story mm-hmm. the last three years. Even in that Toronto series, Toronto made the, the, the adjustment that, that got talked about today. Kawhi was like, I'm checking yeah. Giannis. And they lost the next four games <laughs> yeah. because Toronto changed like two things. Two things. That's all. And it can shift the series completely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we do. They did win tonight, though. So this Good is going them. to seven. They. I thought they were probably going to win tonight at home. Obviously. <laughs> uh, good game, also, Alex. You're you're jumping at the bit. Can I add? Um, I read this like on Twitter like a couple days ago. Uh, they said they will fire Mike Budenhoser if the season ends with a thud. Whatever the hell that's supposed to mean. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I think the definition of that loss was a thud. If I was, was a Bucks a fan thud. after game five, I, I don't oh, think I, I would have gone out for weeks. I, I've I seen some bad. bad losses, but that was that, was, that was putrid. That'll stick with you for years. Yeah. That Bucks organization, man, they, they haven't done great because I saw one of their big... Uh, Bucks fan Twitter guys or whatever was just like name all the worst playoff losses and boy did they name a lot like it wasn't just the Toronto and they were like going back to the 2000s like yeah they've got some stinkers it's tough out there but do we think they'll add another one you think this is going to be a Brooklyn win in game seven at home because I'm I'm standing up right here right now 
I'm picking the Milwaukee Bucks to go to the Holy East Finals. Shit. I'm doing it. Kevin Durant had the game of his life. Harden was better today. I just feel like there's no way. Like, they could have won the game five a hundred different yeah, ways, yeah. and it didn't happen. And the Nets needed the game of Jeff Green and Kevin Durant's life to hang on. I don't think Kyrie will be out there. He hasn't even shown up to the games. Games yeah, no. five and six just chose not to go. I think it's going to be really close, but I, I'm going to take the Bucks. I I can't believe they haven't won this series yeah. by now. Yeah, I think I'm actually now that Phil Phil uh, Phil's baited me into. I think I'm going to go with the Bucks here too. I want the Nets to win. Um, I'd love for Nash to get a title. Uncle Jeff Jeff Green. Um, but like like Phil said, they could have made one adjustment in Game Five and won the game. I think they kind of got a recipe here in Game Six. If they just ex- execute decently in Game Seven, I think they could come away with the win. But hey, Durant's Durant, but. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'm going to stick with my original prediction. I'm going to go with the uh, with the Nets. And I definitely see what you guys are saying as far as adjustments go. I mean, you know, when you say they could have put Giannis on KD, we don't even know if that would have stopped his, yeah. his, you know, his hot hand because he was playing out of his mind. So, I mean, I think in a game seven at home, I trust KD. I think Harden's looked, you know, relatively better from how he did in at least five. tonight than what he did in game five. Yeah. So I think KD is, I think he, he seems to me like a man on a mission, somebody that's trying to really make a statement and they're playing at home. So, I mean, I, you know, I think that, I think the Nets get it done in a game seven. Yeah. Uh, I could see why that would happen for sure. This yeah. is, it's a coin flip. It's going to be a heck of a game. So Saturday night, tomorrow night from when you're listening to this, most likely be watching. I know yeah. you will be. You guys are dedicated fans. Yeah. We can move over to the Sixers collapse against the Hawks. I'm not going to lie. I was watching most I watched most of the first half. I watched the start of the third quarter and there was about 4 minutes left in the third quarter and I was like, this is over. I'm going to Tim's. And I came back and the game was tied. <laughs> I my jaw hit the floor. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. That's that's an all-time stinker. I thought there was no possible way that that was going to end that way. And do you guys think that's like a loss that breaks the back of the whole team? Like, do you think they show up game six in Atlanta ready to go? Or do you think nah. that was just so crushing that they're going to tap out here? I think it's got to be pretty crushing because you're at home. If you're yeah. the Sixers, you're at home. Yeah. And obviously you were ahead. Like ESPN had them at like a 99% chance to win since like mid third quarter for, yeah. until until basically the end of the fourth so it was it's just that's a type of loss that just kills you losing at home in, in that way and your your stars like you you had ben simmons shoot like four for, for 14 from the line and put up just let me check how many points he had dude it was zero like, in the second half and eight total yeah eight total yeah nobody score in the second half except for him beating curry like it's just that can't happen unbelievable yeah that's a De- just a demoralizing loss if I'm if I'm the Sixers. I mean, I, you know, obviously when you have a guy like Embiid, you can come back. Um, but Harris has to have more than four points in 38 oh, minutes too. That's brutal. That's for your second scorer, you guy who's supposed to be basically your second option. It's unbelievable. I, I don't know. I'm just starting to think this team stinks. Besides like Embiid and Curry, I think Embiid. Like, is it's actually one of not a great team. I agree because like, I think Embiid is one of the best players on planet Earth. I don't yeah. really think there's any debate. You've been and banging that drum for a while now. I have been. Yeah. And I would be stunned if Simmons is on the team next year, to be honest with you. I, I don't know if I don't know if he's a star. I don't know. Like Owen called him a star. I don't know. Do you think he's a star? Simmons? I don't think so anymore, man. It's 
Like it's the hard playoff to say. stuff, I, I get the assist, I get the rebounds. I you, you just gotta be more effective that and yeah. in, in the end of the day. Like there's other guys that that rebound and have and have assists, but yeah. play defense, but you got you gotta like score. Like yeah, yeah that's, at the end that's of the, how you affect the game the most. Yeah. yeah, Harris too, and he was I was I wasn't a Harris guy before, but. I think in he's, these playoffs, I, he started coming around, but again, you can't have four points, man. That, that's they terrible. had the game in the bag. Like I, I still like I watched the highlights a couple times. I still don't get how the Hawks like won. It just that's another one of those one in a millions. Like you just that, and we've ta- our TikTok mentioned uh, the Doc Rivers failure. Yeah, like, big traction over there. What like sixty thousand? <laughs> so that, that's big going flag. strong. But. Uh, Again, that's another like you make one or two adjustments there, and the game is over. It takes like it's a one in a million that they come back ninety nine point seven probability. You just alter a couple things. Like I, I don't know, and and the defense stuff too. Like Simmons is this elite defender, which I mean he did do a good job on Trey Young and stuff, and like Thibault. But you guys had a twenty six point lead and you blew it. What kind of defense were you playing? Yeah, Thibault was a minus twenty seven in the second half. In 10, so in ten minutes, what played. defense? And he also doesn't contribute offensively. Yeah, you. I like Thibault a lot, and I like Simmons a lot because I think they both affect the game at like a super high level defensively, mm-hmm. but they can't be out there at the same time because no. you're sacrificing way too much offense. Yeah. It, it uh, it's bad. It's bad. That yeah, was one of the worst losses like I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's funny how some of the worst losses I've ever seen, most of the worst losses I've ever seen, involve Doc Rivers. Just yeah. funny how that. Just works. funny how that works. Yeah, like you can talk about adjustments and all that, but I mean, even going back to last year at the Clippers, they were up three, th- you know, three, three one, one right yeah. against the Nuggets, and you have a team that just rolled over. Like, you know, it's just, it happens year in, year out. Like, yeah, there's years where you can say, oh, the team, their stars got hurt or, you know, this or that, that happened, you know, bad breaks didn't, you know, things didn't go their way. But when it's like 10 years of not making, and you don't make a conference final in 10 years, when your build is this like great, potentially hall of fame level coach, at some point you're the problem. And, and at some point, you got to be able to rally your guys or get some get, pull more out of them in, in moments like this. You can't have guys rolling, teams rolling over like this. It's the, unbelievable. The Lob City Clippers should have won a ring. I'll stand by that yeah. forever. And the worst loss I've ever seen in basketball was that game six <laughs> they had at home. Up 19 going into the fourth. And Josh Smith and Corey Brewer buried them. <laughs> James Harden was sitting on the bench with a towel on his head, and Josh Smith was raining threes while Doc Rivers sat there. That was the worst loss I have ever seen in my life. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah, if we're just going to get into Doc Rivers, I mean, there, there's coaches that are like Rick Carlisle's on his level. Nick Nurse. Actually, I think those guys are better than him because I agree. he's been he's choked so many games. Uh the the clip that we posted it showed some of the Celtic stuff. From what I saw in the comments, there was some Orlando stuff that he was choking as well yeah, as a coach yeah. back in the early two thousands. Like yeah. Owen said, you're up three one in a lot of series, man. You got to get your guys prepared to play. Yeah. They can't lose all those games in a row. They can't lose three games in a row. You got to get them prepared to play. And I just think Doc, the one the one championship he won, sure. I don't know. Maybe it was lucky, but. Mo- like all this team. other stuff. That was a great team. Yeah. That was a great team. You had great guys. Prime, Garnett, Pierce, Allen. Rondo, Rondo was coming into his prime. Big baby. And Big he kind of and Kobe was kind of <laughs> off in there. So 
yeah, it's I'm I'm so sick of hearing this Doc Rivers stuff that he's the goat. He's yeah. he's just an average coach. He really yeah. is. And, and when you even comparing him to guys like Rick Carlisle, dude, Doc has had great teams his whole. When has he had a bad team? It's never. True. Like never. when? I think Doc is very good at managing personalities because the Sixers had a lot of dissension yeah. and. All of a sudden, they clicked this year and they got along. But I don't think in the in-game adjustments and the team preparation, he's really that good. But he'll keep getting jobs because he keeps he getting will. his teams to get along, he which will. is his greatest strength. He will. Strength. He gets them in the playoffs and stuff. But I'm going to throw another name out here, Ty Lue. Ty Lue is way better to me Absolutely. than Doc Rivers. Ty Lue is one of the best coaches in the I, NBA. I agree. I agree. Yeah, Ty yeah. Lue's been with the Clippers one year, and he's probably going to make more conference finals. than. Yeah. I mean, he's going to make, you know, obviously they could lose, but... I th- it's looking like he has a yeah. really good shot of yeah. being a conference final, something Doc never did. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Doc has never had a bad team. Like even Carlisle, dude, he said you were like you were saying, he had some terrible teams before yeah. they got they lucked into Luca. And it, and and I mean, he's just it's unbelievable. And you and you got to prove it. In my opinion, you got to prove it over and over again. He proved it in two thousand eight with the Celtics. He hasn't proven it since. Yeah, that's a yeah. long time of not proving it. You know who this reminds almost. me of is is a guy like John Gruden, where he 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 won yeah. Yeah. his championship, right? Yeah. Um, and. and and he, he essentially ran the Bucks into the ground. Like that team, mm-hmm. you know, they obviously had a, a really good roster for a while. But then for basically the, even, you know, until like last year, that team was horrible. Until they got Brady, that team was, it was not a good team. Yeah. And he's just, he's been able to, he's developed this perception of him as like this genius, really good coach. And he just hasn't, he doesn't have anything to show for it. A hundred million dollar contract to yeah, show for it. I that. guess, yes. I mean, he has something to show for it. Yeah. The franchise has nothing to show for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. It, these guys have to be just like really good, like people, per- people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't, people, people. Good personalities person, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I, don't I think Doc Rivers is a very likable guy. Like, I've oh, seen, yeah. I saw his like little Netflix show he did, like the one episode. It was pretty good. Like, yeah. he seems like a really nice guy. He seems yeah. like a smart guy. I just, mm-hmm. his basketball teams have a tendency to do the same thing every year. Yep. So we're predicting the Hawks to win. You guys are? I am. I'm going to, too. I saw on Twitter today that um, someone tweeted I'd pay money to watch the 76, a live stream of the 76ers team plane ride over to Atlanta. And I agree completely. I mean, they're, like Owen said, I think they're in shambles. Um, Losing at home like that, you had it in the bag. 99% chance to win, you lose. They have to go play in Atlanta with Quavo and the Migos screaming in your ear. It's going to stink. Uh-huh. It is gonna stink. Yeah, yeah. you know Trey Young is sign, gonna uh, Antonio Brown to live stream the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd be great at that. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna take the Hawks too. I'll take them yeah. to win uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, or tonight from when you're hearing this and finish this off. Last year's we'll touch here the Clippers and the Jazz. Clippers won Game Five as I mentioned. Unbelievable Paul George performance. Took, mm-hmm. Put it back in the bag. Yeah. And that's you know what I think. He, he was talking after the game like, "Oh, I've been this guy. I've been this. I got nothing left to prove." You got stuff left to prove, Paul. You've never made a finals. But I will say he gets a very bad rap 24-7. He's an incredibly gifted basketball player. And I don't think, to be honest, him and Kawhi are a great fit together. They kind of do the same thing. I've sort of mentioned Mm -hmm. this in a couple episodes now, I think. But I feel like when it's just him out there, he knows that he he has to be the best player. Team takes his personality. Ty knows that. They fix it up for him. And I, I don't think... Their ceiling's obviously way lower because Kawhi's one of the best players in the NBA. But Paul George can... It's not unrealistic to think he could play at that level and they could still make the finals. Yeah. Yeah, I think, to me, this Clippers game obviously had a lot to do with Paul George. But I also, like we've been saying, I want to credit Ty Lue because I think he did a great job. 
I, I, we, we kind of mentioned last episode about the lineup adjustments he's made. And I think today was, or sorry, yesterday was the best example of that. Um, because Zubak played eight minutes in the game. And I think he didn't, I don't think he played a minute in the second half. I think he yeah. all eight were mm-hmm. in the first half. And they played small ball with guys like Batum playing center for, I think he played, looks like 40 minutes, 42 yeah. minutes. And they had some Morris at center too. Yeah. yeah. And they had some Morris at center too. And, and those guys, I mean, Morris had 25, Batum had nine. One of those threes was, you know, at the end of the game to kind of ice it a little yeah. bit. And so I think, like, that's just the way you got to play against a guy like Gobert who's not super mobile mm-hmm. is c- kind of go small and then take him out. Yeah, yeah. stretch take him, him out, out of the game. Yeah. yeah, take him out of the key. Yeah, exactly. And they did that, and, and Luke did what he had to do. And then obviously you pair that with a 37 from Paul George in a career night. And and Mr. June, Reggie <laughs> oh Jack, my God. him up. Reginald, dude. I've been on this all year. I love the way he's been playing. Yeah. And he just made me feel so good in the playoffs. This new Reggie Jackson is very good. He's a stud, dude. I love Reggie Jackson. Yes. For, so for Paul George, um, I think he even said in the post, post-game post uh, interview, like he had to t- turn it back to his Indiana days. And he definitely did that. That was like yeah. a vintage Paul George performance. Hand up. I've, I've made a lot of fun of him. But you know what? It was actually really good to see him step up this game. Um, yeah. He does have a lot of haters from all his stuff that he's been, and deservedly so. But um, it, it was good to see him actually like back it up. I, I thought it could be a disaster game for him, and people would trash him even more. Um, but good on him. The Clippers did a phenomenal job. Um, it was textbook. Um, and and Reggie Jackson. Wow. I mean, like he's at the point, like because at different points during the game the Clippers were like, okay, you're going to get us a basket now. Like, it's just give yeah. Reggie the ball and he'll score. So he kind of, yeah. I'm not saying he replaced Kawhi Leonard. You can't replace Kawhi Leonard. But in terms of scoring, he almost did because they were like clear out for Reggie and score. Whether mm-hmm. it was a three, he hit that like sick fadeaway three, I think, at one point. Drives in, he scores so many ways. It's it's unbelievable. Coupled with Paul George and, and yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. And, and Morris as well. We should oh, give him man. credit because he was 25. And again, like you said, you're not going to replace Kawhi Leonard. But if you can patch together the scoring he'll give you, they got what, close to 50 combined from both of those guys. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. another note on, on Reggie Jack. Jackson, I saw this just on the broadcast. Is uh, they the, so against Donovan Mitchell? They've tried a bunch of different guys against them, so a bunch of different pairings. And out of all those guys, out of you know Reggie Jackson, out of uh, um, Beverly Rondo, um, and Kawhi even has played a couple minutes. T man, yeah, yeah, T man. Reggie Jackson has the best numbers. He's held him to the lowest percentage at mm. least before last game last dude, night. Spurs, so. give this dude the max, man. Let's, <laughs> let's get That's him. Here. Yeah. yeah. So credit to Reggie Jackson, man. Just playing out of his mind. He's earned himself a contract for sure. Some big money whenever he's Some a free big, agent. big money. Yeah. So we're we're all taking the Clippers to win this series because I yeah. I think they're going to. Yeah. I know they've never been to a conference final. They're one of the most cursed franchises in sports. Now's the yeah. time. They bucked the trend. Yeah, the curse is in seven, is in Philadelphia now. So yeah, he's on the bench over it's there. It's like the plague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Clippers here too. Phenomenal win. Uh, you got to lock it up here in 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 LA. So, with, especially wouldn't. with Mitchell not at 100 percent or whatever. So you really got to go here. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play Game Seven in Utah. No, no, their no. their crowd is. I mean, it, it's, up, it's up there with Phoenix. I think Utah and Phoenix's crowd have been among the best. Um, um, this postseason. So. And like I said, Utah's offense is good sometimes, but when the three isn't falling, it can be really, really bad. Like, yeah. and you could see they were like, like the last four minutes, it was just Mitchell driving up and mm-hmm. just jumping and chucking a three, and he was airballing half of them. Yeah, it's tough. They shot fifty four on the game, and they were kicking them in the first half. They had like a historic first half, yeah. and then in the second half, they weren't falling, and you could see it was the roof was caving in. Also, just quick, can Mike Conley like is his injury that bad? 
can he not like say, like I, I don't know I I, I don't want to say like he, he, maybe he's hurt like he's really hurt but I mean James Harden was playing at forty percent and he still helped the Nets a lot because like I was I was texting Phil if Utah can get another ball handler where Mitchell doesn't constantly have to handle the ball and Conley can just do that Conley doesn't have to score just handle the ball I think he could help Utah a lot but I don't know man he's like laughing on the bench and stuff having a good time not yeah. a great look he he must be pretty hurt but even so like like you said Harden really impacted that Nets game because he's just another body who's not even if he can't shoot even if he's not athletic if he has the ball more often than not 98% of the time he's not going to do something done with it he's not going to freak out he's not going to panic and he was basically out there so KD could just have a guy that he could throw the ball to and say okay you're not going to do anything stupid with this I can trust you to just hold it and make the right decision he basically played like QB so it was like Durant coming off baseline up the top and then Harden finds him every time or if there was that odd backdoor cut from someone Harden finds him again like Harden will find the guy yeah. Right. He was Q, He was basically QB. So if Conley could come in and do that for Utah, it'd help them a lot. Yeah, yeah. he's smart enough to do that for yeah. sure. Yeah, and it's somebody that just draws gravity as well from mm-hmm. on, on the court. So. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and you're not going to take Utah here? No. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think this game six will be huge because I agree with you guys. I think game seven in Utah terrifies me if I'm the Clippers yeah. because that crowd is something else and and if you get Mitchell going it's just next level but I don't know I, I think the Clippers to me like I like I was saying like we've been saying I think their lineups now they're they're playing like their same eight guys Kennard's taking more minutes for whatever reason Beverly's playing more minutes which shouldn't happen no. but the lineup's getting shorter it's getting tighter and it's it's better so I, I like the, I like the Clippers here for sure yeah I agree let's go that's it for the NBA. We'll be back to talk way more about the NBA on uh, Sunday night, so Monday morning. And, uh, you know, I want to give the fans some baseball talk, but we're going to do these in little quick segments here. i got a couple talking points we can hit. Everybody's talking about the spider attack. There's not enough focus on the game, so let's get the game. Let's update on the game. Yes. Boys, the Diamondbacks. Oh. So they've lost a major league record 23 straight games on the road. It's it's an all time record. I was actually watching on Tuesday night because you guys know I got the MLB package now. And uh, not they, to brag, they blew a seven <laughs> run lead. In, it was really spectacular. Yeah, Alex, I wanted to ask you: Is there a franchise in sports you think about less than the Arizona Diamondbacks? Yeah, no, I. So I'm not the biggest baseball fan. Um, definitely, I think you guys are bigger baseball fans than me. But absolutely, the Arizona Diamondbacks have never come across like my mind ever. Most of the time, man, I'm in class and I'll just think of a random team, any team from all four sports, NHL, NBA, NFL, um, MLB. It's never been the Diamondbacks. I can assure you that. It's always the Giants, the Cardinals, the Blue Jays, of course, the Yankees. Never the Diamondbacks. Never. Never. They released that jersey, that Serpents jersey or whatever the heck. I thought it was like a triple A team. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. It doesn't look real. Yeah, enough. it's kind of. I thought it was kind of fire, but I think it was interesting that it looks almost identical to the Dodgers uniforms. Like same it's like, kind of font. Yeah, same font. <laughs> red, numbers. red number. Red <laughs> Yeah, it's it's impressive. They're they're just like if we can't beat them, just caught, like bite their whole flow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what a team. Yeah. Twenty three straight on the road. That's got to be Garner, so. Though. Yeah, he's terrible now, though. He, wow, like see, that's I haven't been paying that much attention. I remember 2014. Oh. I was the biggest Giants fan. And uh, no. wow, I was such a bandwagon, man. I texted Phil, we did it. 
I texted <laughs> Phil, we did it. And Phil's like, you just hopped on the last two weeks, man. Like, shut up. But yeah, I was a big Bumgarner fan. Bumgarner's just the whiniest player in baseball, though. He's just he such a whiny guy. And then he hurt himself on his horse that one time. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alex, speaking of your Giants, the best record in the National League. Yeah. So I kind of consider you a Giants fan, low-key, because I know you, you just love the Giants. Like, you love the jerseys. You it's love the, the jerseys. It's the jerseys. It's the big mitt and the Coca-Cola bottle. In, oh, the, yeah. that was, in left field that yeah. did it for yeah. me man like that was all i needed to nicest see. ballpark in baseball oh absolutely without a doubt you know i went my first ever baseball game i was going in san francisco nice and uh i think my dad was talking to somebody and he he's like he said yeah we're going to the baseball games and the giants were out of town so we were going to oakland yeah. and he's like yeah we're going to the baseball games and the guy goes well there's no better place to see your first game than at&t park and my dad's like, yeah, we're actually going Could to Oco. <laughs> and he goes, oh, well, it's old. Uh, that's what he said. Yeah, it's. I, I saw. I remember we saw an A's game because it was like way cheaper. Yeah. And I think I think when we went to 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 California, I think the the Giants were out of town. I think as well. I think they're on the road. It was just so funny because you drive. There's like the bridge. The Bart. You go on the Bart and you go under, and then you get yeah. to the. I know exactly what you're hey, talking about. Because it's about. like right on the waterfront, and then the bridge is right here, and you yep. go over. It's like. You see, oh, this is like a nice, like nice area. Like you got the water on the one side, you got the Coca Cola bottle. Like, it's all pretty, yeah. Like stone, you know what I'm talking? About? Like brick. It's like super nice. You go across the bridge and you go to the Coliseum. It's just like this giant, like concrete. Yeah. It's just gross. You know what's so funny is yeah. you go off if you so you take the Bart right, which is the train. You go under the water. You go on the train and you oh, come you up. Took that? Yeah, That's and it's bougie. the first stop. Oh on um the first stop is oko so you get out and you go to oko and they have this bridge that you have to walk across to get to the stadium but the bridge is entirely fenced even the roof so you can't like get out the bridge because like i assume some horrible things have happened there like like so they cage it in you're basically in a cage you're walking like probably like I don't know, like half a kilometer to get to Oco, and there's just like people all down the sides. It is just so grimy. Dude, Oakland is wild, man. I remember we went to that game, and I like made my family go like an hour early, and I brought my gloves so I could catch some balls. Well, for you're the biggest Zach Hample. <laughs> we were there for like five. We went to extras too, I think. So we were there for like four and a half hours. Oh like my, my sisters God. were like crying. Oh. I was like, I was like, shut up! Like I'm trying to watch this game. <laughs> so we watch this game, right? It's kind of lit. Like we're getting into it with the Oakland fans, whatever. And then we leave. We go to like this In and Out to get some food. I've never felt more like out of place in my oh. life. Like there, there was like, I was like in the car, dude, and there was like a fight that went that broke out like these guys in their car like, like screaming like slamming like everyone, you know it was like scary i was like my mom like locked the doors <laughs> i was like everyone was like quiet in the car it was like super uncomfortable so oakland's yeah. sick dude shout out oakland the extent, nice. yeah the yeah. extent of my trip to oakland was the bart to oco and the bart back to san francisco yeah. that was nice. it that's it's all dope. i did like that's the only place you'll see like gross baseball stadium in and out and then like a taco stand that's all, all in spanish you don't oh. understand a word on the menu shout out oakland <laughs> yeah Oakland what if royalty, like when you're too short yeah when you're crossing the bridge dude and something bad happens and you can't exit from either side that's like i'm pressing the panic button yeah. yes no wow. dude the bridge is scary i'm telling you i was literally terrified the entire way back but it was right after they signed marshawn to go to oakland oh, and i got wow. a sick like knockoff shirt and it was the raiders logo but it had like the dreads coming out that's in the, so in the funny. yeah but it's way too small for me <laughs> like it's it looks like a woman's shirt when i put it on it's got the high sleeves oh my god but we're going to go to the Jays. So our boy, Vladdy G, this guy's absolutely crushing it, tied for the Major League leading home runs, leader in RBI. But this has been a demoralizing couple weeks, particularly for Owen. He's the biggest Blue Jays fan I know. 
this bullpen has zapped all the excitement out of what should be a fun team. So I'm going to ask Owen on a scale of one to 10 and one is like our best players, Justin smoke. And we're hyped about our return for Marco Estrada. Like that's a one on <laughs> interest yeah. and a 10 on interest is like, we just got too low. We just got price. I'm calling Alex in the middle of the game. It's like, yeah. that's like the 10 on the excitement scale. Where are you right now? Ah, uh, at the start of the season, I was like, I was at a, I would almost say like eight, eight and a half, nine. Oh, that's a dejected <laughs> face right there. Dude, on Sunday, I was like, dude, we got the freaking Yankees coming up. I said on the show it was going to be a sweep, sweep, and we got swept. It was a sweep, just not the right way. It's just unbelievable, dude. I was like telling Phil, I was like, there's nobody in this bowl. I trust Castro. I trust, like, I trust You Romano. said you trusted Castro, and I was like, and I I was like why? That, that's literally insane <laughs> And Castro talk. comes in tonight, dude, and he gives up, he, like, comes in, gives up, like, three runs, like, a, he gives up, like, two singles and a jack. Gets pulled immediately. 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 <laughs> and there was no chance that he was getting anybody out. It was unbelievable. And then Chatwood comes in. Ugh, faces automatic like loss. two batters. <laughs> it's, like, it's like we're like th- the Jays post on their Twitter. It's like five, we up 5-3. Next half inning 7-5. Yeah. It's that. <laughs> unbelievable. It is very bad. So I don't even know. I had a lot of hope for this season. I really did. Like I had a lot of hope. I was like jazzed to start watching baseball again. But this bullpen is just, it's, you're not winning a World Series with this team. You're just not. And I hate to say it, but that's just the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. Getting swept by the Yankees. The Yankees are not a good team. They're just not a good team. And you got swept by them. It's it's coming to the point where you have to decide, are you buying or are you selling? And if I'm the Jays, I'm not buying. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not, just going to, I'm like, so let's just do nothing. Our team's kind of young. Like, what are we going to, like, who wants any of our pitchers? Seriously, which one could we trade? None of them. They're all DFA material. Any team would get them and be like, this guy doesn't belong on our roster. Like, what are you guys doing? So I'm looking at the roster right now. They don't pay anybody over a million on the bullpen except for Chatwood. And Chatwood's horrible. You know what makes me the most mad is they just sit there. Like, they, they haven't done anything about this. This has been a problem for literally weeks on end. I'm like... <laughs> I don't watch the late inning. Like I'll watch us bat, and then I like I'm like oh, please, like I'll do it. Go do the dishes when we're hitting, bro, or when we're pitching, it's bro. Like so... I don't have any interest. So you went from an eight at the beginning of the season to what are you now? I'm like a five. A five, dude. A five. I'm and like that's a three. high. I'm like a three, and we have the best hitter in baseball. We have the one of the best offenses in baseball, dude. Simeon's playing like an absolute animal. He's playing the best second baseman in baseball right now. Wow. It's unbel- It's unbelievable. You're how really bad. down bad right yeah. now. It's tough. Like we're, I think we're top three or top five in batting average. We got the best hitter. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how we can't win games because the the, the, the team just didn't think about the bullpen. Or they thought TJ Zoik was going to... Did we think TJ Zoik was the chosen one? Dude, the was fact that, that this team still employs Tim Meza <laughs> after <laughs> literally years of this dude being terrible. Don't get like, so how cruel. is he back? I literally, when he popped up, I was like, no, dude, there's no way this guy was still on the 40, man. He's been there for years. <laughs> Castro, Castro terrible. Don't even get me started on pay amps. Oh, God. Oh, my God. These names literally, like, I get so frustrated. I literally, last year, I liked Delise. What happened? Bro? Oh, he's useless. He is absolutely horrible. He's awful. He's ha- it's un- it's unbelievable. The only one I like is. is Romano. When Romano comes in, I actually feel pretty good that yeah. he's going to get out. 
everybody else is it is such an adventure and it usually <laughs> ends in me just frustratedly turning the game off yeah. i'm like oh this just turn it off like yeah. I'm, I'm done i'm done yeah like we're playing the orioles dude if we can win a series against the orioles i'll be happy let's like, go let's just get the ball rolling back positively <laughs> let's take out baltimore it shouldn't be that hard they got the worst record in the al let's take dude, them out and it's like chatwood you're like one of the number one guys who uses sticky stuff on your pitches and you can't get outs like what are you doing it's like a guy, it's like barry it's like somebody you like just in using tons of steroids and batting like 210 with five homers like it's it's not a major league figure player. it out man not a major league. unbelievable there we go that was we needed that blue jays gripe session pretty bad alex really enjoyed Oof. that one i love that i was just laughing uh you guys took that away that was that was phenomenal if i can just add a thing here i i just honestly don't get to watching too much blue jay stuff i'll tune in once in a while but basically uh my story and view on this is i have the score app Great app. Yeah, uh, great app. Blue Jays notifications. So, like you said, I'll see. We're up 5 2, 5 3. We're up in the game. And then, holy shit, my phone starts buzzing, buzzing. But who's texting me? Oh, we blew another game. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's not great. How many times I've went on Twitter um, around, you know, 5 o'clock, 5 36, and all I see is Vladdy highlights just pumping the offense. Yeah. Wow, you know, Blue Jays' offense is so great. This is phenomenal. And then I, a couple hours later, I just see, oh, well, the Red Sox walked it off and hit it against, over the yeah. Green Monster or the Yankees, this, that. So, yeah, it's it's definitely tough, and I get where you boys are coming from. <sighs> Things are bad right now. Yeah, that one was egregious, too. It's like we we tie it in the top of the ninth. And like, you know, the fans are getting jazzed up. Like, we're like, let's go. Like, Dude, we're winning this that, game. I was literally like, oh, my God, we've got, like – Alex Rodriguez in like 2000, dude, watching that home run. That was so swaggy. I was like, oh my it's gosh, fire. this dude might be the best hitter in baseball yeah. and he's a Blue Jay. And then I'm literally like, I'm, it happened when I was at work, I was finishing and I'm driving home from work and I get home and they've lost already. They've it's already like, lost and it's already. a five minute drive. Like before, before the replays even, before like ESPN can post it 50 times on their Instagram, we've already lost the game. It's over. Like before, like the gun's still, like the body's still warm yeah. and we're, we lost. Yeah. The highlight doesn't even have a thousand retweets yet yeah. and it's just, it's bad. Yeah. Unbelievable. We're going long. I feel better though. That's a yeah, little there we go. session. There we go. That, that, I, I knew like you needed that chest. one. I like that. We're going a little long so we'll try to speed through it but we got our usual stuff. Bozo of the week. Genius of the week. Whichever boys, whichever one of you boys wants to start here, you can bat lead off. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll start lead off here since you boys, uh, Cleared your oh, give you a little water. Break. Give you yeah. a breather. Get a Powerade. Um, so, <laughs> a blue Powerade, bro. Yeah, yeah too. You guys saw the meme, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, genius of the week, uh, Johnny Manziel. Uh, he said he's given himself 12 <laughs> years to make the PGA Tour event. Smart move. You don't want to rush anything, what? obviously. He doesn't know how hard that is, dude. The PGA is like one of the hardest things to make. And the seniors tour. It might be the yeah. hardest sport to qualify for oh. just because there's so many great golfers oh, yeah. who can't even sniff making no. the PGA. Hell yeah. no, hell yeah. no, no. Uh, shout out Nick Longley. Yeah, he's shout trying out. to. <laughs> but uh, I, I've seen a lot of, I've seen some like, uh, this one Barstool employee too. He said he's, he's given himself six years to make the PGA tour. Like you said, I don't know, like that. that's hard. But um, you know what? He doesn't want to work too hard. You don't want to have as much, you know, you're not going to have as much mileage or gas left in the tank um, once you do get to the tour. And he said golf has brought him freedom and peace. I think it brings freedom and peace to all of us. Um, and you might ask yourself why he's feeling this way. And to basically sum it up, he said, 
when I went out to go drink and I'd fall asleep at 3 a.m., I'd, you know, have a hard time getting up for football practice. I'd sleep in. But he's like, I do the same thing. But with golf and if I have a tea time at 8 in the morning, I still <laughs> I get up. this dude, man. What the? <laughs> go for it. He yeah. really decided, like, my <laughs> lifestyle is not the problem. It's the sport I'm yeah. playing. <laughs> Johnny, bro, come on! Yeah. I used to really like this guy, man. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, exactly. He was like my first favorite athlete. Yeah. Oh. And the reason it's not a problem is because no matter when your tea time is, guy, you're definitely like shotting Bud Lights on the yeah. freaking yeah. course, yeah. ripping like double like, vodka. He's like, dude, like the problem was I wasn't allowed to drink during football games. That's probably what he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Base, and then yeah, he just said for football, I'd oversleep, wouldn't find any motivation to get up. Um, but yeah, I, like, I don't know about you, boy. That just sounds like a fifth grader explaining to me, like, like so why bad. they miss football practice. Like I, that was, that was atrocious. So Bozo of the week, I got two here. Uh, Zion Williamson kind of pissing me off. Uh, are, this clown's already complaining after only finishing his second season. We kind of got into this with Luca. I think Luca's much more accomplished than Zion is and has a right to actually de- have make demands. Um, so report came out apparently his family is pissed because the Pelicans haven't been able to put the right elements to make Zion and his family happy family what the hell does a family have to do with anything that's absolute crap um, like I mean what did LeBron have in his first two seasons as help nothing he didn't have first help seven for, well that's what I'm saying Williamson after finishing his second year already complaining LeBron played a freaking decade in Cleveland before getting any help yeah. had to move on to Miami um, I just it's I think it's wrong that he's feeling this entitled he hasn't even taken him to a playoff round, even even the the what's it, the play in tournament. Yeah. Um. So chill out. Look at Doncic. He doesn't have any help. Um. But he still took his team to the playoffs. Went seven with the Clippers. Booker was unreal in Phoenix. He didn't really start opening his mouth till like five years after and started putting pressure on Phoenix to do something. So guy, like I get it. You dunk. You went to Duke. You do all this stuff. You average a bunch of points a game. You have. You haven't done anything in those two years, so making demands to the Pelicans is just stupid. So that actually does piss me off. I I actually disagree with you, but this is called a tease. We'll get into that in the next episode. Wow. Stay stay tuned. Phil and Alex go at it. And this one's a much funnier bozo of the week. Vince Wilfork's son stole his Super Bowl rings and sold them for $300,000. He got charged with theft of property. Um, and Vince said he was missing two Super Bowl rings, two AFC Championship rings, which I didn't even know you, you could get. get, you get yeah, rings I didn't know for that. that. Yeah, I didn't know you could get rings for the, winning the AFC. Hey, uh, and a college. Hey, man, he's got like a hundred of them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you just said? He's got a lot. He's got a lot. Yeah, can't fit them all. Um, and he got a college football ring. So I mean, good on his son for stealing on those rings, man. Dude, that's very sad. I yeah. wouldn't wish that on anybody. That's tough. That is really unfortunate. Three hundred thousand dollars. My bozo of the week. I'm going to go negative first. You're going to call me all biased. I understand. I I know it's a little biased, but I'm going to give it to you. The people who voted for all NBA defensive teams, the fact that DeJounta Murray got five total votes and Jake Pirtle got zero. Any metric you use, Jake Pirtle is one of the best rim defenders in basketball. DeJounta Murray is one of the best perimeter defenders in basketball. It's just like fact they'll be at the top of any positional list for centers or point guards i know the spurs aren't exciting i know they're not that fun to watch but bro come on you're not like that's just not paying attention to what's going Mm -hmm. on so can i just add quick here phil on the topic of all nba teams i saw that a lot of guys were missing out on a lot of money for not making the all nba teams we got to change that i don't know how i don't know who will change that a guy missing out on how much was it like, millions or thousands like a millions like it, 60 million because luca made it so that he can get up to like 230 yeah tatum misses so he can only get 170 
that's can't let media members decide on a guy missing on 60 million that's like generational wealth yeah i agree i fully agree with you my genius of the week though it's cameron so do you guys know cameron he's a rapper rapper. oh yeah Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah of course so So uh, been doing a little acting too he has been he has been not sure if you guys saw this video because it was pretty under the radar but he was jet skiing on the weekend okay. or uh, during the week. I think he lives in Miami, wherever he lives. Uh-huh. He's jet skiing. And you see the start of the video. It's a jet ski in the distance. And as he pulls up, there's like, you know, there's some Drake music in the background. It's vibey. It's the summertime. He pulls up, he gets off the jet ski and he's wearing a full suit, <laughs> a full suit. So he was jet skiing in the suit. We all know Jay-Z. He got clowned a couple years ago because he had the helmet. He had the life vest on. You know what? Like, honestly, like, you got to look swagged out. You got to look professional. So shout out to Cameron, genius of the week. Got to stay prepped. No, I mean, he saw Jay-Z and he didn't want to get that slander. So thumbs down on safety. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Okay. So I know we've... <laughs> <laughs> I have no Let's call. Go. <laughs> I don't know how we go. You don't need to add anything to that. <laughs> I mean, respect to Cameron, dude. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> so I know we've talked a lot about Luca and uh, Zion and all that. Yeah. And just entitlement in the NBA, which is a big problem. But uh, I just want to read this little clip here, this little excerpt from, from the story about Luca. It says, this is my bozo. It says, the tension between Carlisle and the twenty and 22-year-old superstar Luca Doncic had increasingly become concerning within the MAMS organization. Sources said, Doncic showed up Carlisle several times this season, such as making animated gestures on the court when he disagreed with the decision or yelling at Carlisle in front of assistant coaches and teammates. So, I mean, my bozo would just be like, Luca, dude, just you got to tone it down, man. Like yeah. ripping jerseys and like screaming and like borderline. Like I, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he's just cried on a court. Like he needs to pull it together. He's and the biggest complainer in the sport. He's too. up there, dude. Yeah. And and this is the NBA. This is like there's a lot of there's whiners. LeBron James is in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, LeBron James. Yeah, you're a great player, Luca. But I mean, you're too young to to start down this road. Like, wait until you're like LeBron's age to really whine really about turn your coaches. It up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once you once you've made all your money and you've like been to an NBA Finals, then you can just start acting like a baby and like sign movie deals and do whatever you want to do or whatever just tone it down so yeah and then my hero of the week was so i know we talked about it a little bit last episode but uh there was the guy who said that he said sons in four mm-hmm. yeah and i mean we saw it on the instagram that that was like it, somebody made it an action figure which is fire oh. yeah but uh just shout out to this guy he's just an absolute hero he punched a guy out yeah so that was great and then devin booker is like yo can i get the can i get this guy's info and it turns out he gave him like a jersey and some tickets. Mm-hmm. So huge winner. He, I mean, boxing, it just proves boxing is just the biggest money making sport in the world because mm-hmm. this guy punched it out, unsanctioned boxing event. Um, and he just got, he cashed out for it basically. He just won a bunch of prizes and got to talk to Devin Booker. So yeah. did you see that Respect. Richard Jefferson? Oh, I saw it. He, he commented like, this is setting a dangerous precedent or whatever. And what did Devin Booker He's say? He's just like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. With like say 40 this? W's. Yeah. <laughs> on like Instagram. the uh, Instagram comments. Like, Richard Jefferson. Don't you don't have to comment on every NBA post, dude? Like, Richard Jefferson, he's big balling right now. He's got a show with Lowe's. Yeah. Let's go. He's yeah. in that weird weird age where he's not like super old, like Shaq old, but he's not really young either, and he's kind of trying to relate. But it's not. Just, yeah. It's okay. You, you gotta can, just yeah. t- you can sit this I'm one out. I like RJ. Yeah. That's okay. I like By the way, too. action figures on our Instagram. So if you want to check that out, it's yeah. up there. Yeah, at the flag on the play. Yeah. Uh, lastly, we'll do no conclusive evidence and pack it up, and we'll see you guys again on Monday. But let's do this right now. Who wants to go first? I'll go here. 
Um, so for my uh, no conclusive evidence, I need answers on why Petrie's eyes were so red. Jeff Petrie from the Montreal Canadiens. Oh my goodness. Just not normal um, for both eyes to be that bloodshot. I don't think uh, you can even call that bloodshot. I was convinced at one point he was just going to start crying blood. And they that were just gonna... was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I don't know what the hell went wrong. I, I need to figure... I, I want to know what happened. He, dude, he must have... Because did you see the the injury? He he got his finger caught in the camera hole where they where they stick the lens okay. to take the picture. He got his finger caught in there, so he must have like ripped it clean off or something. Because have you seen his glove? They Whoa. sewed together the third and fourth finger, so there's like only three like finger holes. Yeah. So they just go together. It's like a oh, specialized man. glove. He must like not have a finger or something yeah. because he can't like JPP stuff. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Well, it's well, crazy. Phil, there you go. Phil answered my question because I thought he was like lifting too much pregame or just like snorting coke and his like vessels pop. It was one of the craziest things I ever. That seen. was really scary. Do you see the picture on? Of, of him with the bloodshot eyes. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't see the glove, but mm-hmm. but yeah. Just before I go into mine, I just saw this on Twitter just now. Matt Nagy said if. Andy Dalton gets hurt. Justin Fields will start. There we go. So there okay, is there a possible. He's listening. He's listening. See, yeah. he confirmed it. So, all, for all the people wondering, is are they gonna like pick up a third string quarterback yeah. to start? Are they just gonna start him injured? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. he's <laughs> out there with the crutches. Yeah. Yeah. No, the it, if and if Andy Dalton gets hurt, God forbid, Justin Fields will start. So there that's go. for all the fans. Um, but my knowing my uh, inconclusive evidence is uh, so a lot of talk about aliens, right? We're all aware of that. There's yep. been some reports that are coming out, um, and I think this is I know it's a bit of a hot take. I think we're gonna see aliens in our lifetime. Wow, wow. respectable take. Okay, that's honestly yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. And I don't even think when I say lifetime, I don't think like when we're old. I think next in twenty the, years. I, I think in the next 20 years, we're going to see aliens. During Justin Fields' career, we're going to see aliens. That's during bad. Justin Fields' career, we will see... Well, probably during Andy Dalton. Like, Andy Dalton could go for another 20 years. QB1 of just forever. Yeah, Brady yeah. model. Bears legend, Bears legend. I believe in aliens. I, I do, too. Yeah, they're out there. They're out yeah. there. That's a, a topic for... A, we could go on for... Yeah, we'll say that. that for a whole new yeah, episode. But, but Yeah, maybe a draft or something. Yeah, you never yeah. Know. but you heard it here first. Aliens are out there, and you will be probably seeing them in our lifetime, so... There we go. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Mine. You. And this is in no way directed at anybody in this room. There's uh no like reason behind why I'm saying this. Nobody in this room did this this week. And I was like, if it theoretically happened, I would be disgusted by it. And I would have voiced my displeasure as it happened. I know. I know where this is exactly But there is no is reason to drink a soda before 8.30 a.m. <laughs> Again, not directed at anybody in this room, but if you're, say, guzzling an entire can of Coca-Cola before 9 o'clock, before your theoretical school would start, you know, you might have an issue. I would have called the police, Phil. Yeah. I don't know who would do that ruthless act. There's no way to know that anybody in this room would do that, but if they would, I would be very disgusted. Hold on. Can we get... I need the fans to sound off on this because... This is just something I've done for years, right? It's when you're eating chips and you don't want to get your... Oh, this is this okay. is psychopath. Go ahead, <laughs> oh, though. So God. let's say you're eating a bag of chips, right? And you're like in the car or you're not like... You don't want to get your hands all dusty. You know what I mean? All dirty. <laughs> so you like kind of break them up a little bit, open the bag up and just kind of pour it in your mouth, right? Easy delivery. I feel like you, I've been doing that for years. You understated what you did. You took the 
chip bag and crushed the chips and then poured them in your mouth. <laughs> oh my god. I, okay, hold on. When I crushed them, it wasn't like a fine powder. Like there were still big chunks in there. I'm just saying it was like I didn't want to cut my throat oh, up when I ate them. He did aspirate, dude. Yeah. Like holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I've got a lot of blowback for that. Also, like. If you're offer if you're giving a coke before eight thirty a.m. and it's cold, you're not gonna put it in a hot truck and let it just get cold, hot. Like you gotta you oh gotta you gotta gosh. strike it's while the iron's hot. Thirty a.m. Why are you? Because I'm tired. It? I need oh some energy. My. There's coffee. Yeah. That's what coffee's for. That's what I'm saying. Or a nice ice cold can of coke, dude. It's the same. So, anyways, sound off on the comments because I I just feel like. What I'm doing here is completely justified. I would say it's almost better than the traditional. You're being misunderstood is what you're saying. Absolutely being misunderstood. So tell me, I know there's people out there. If you eat your chips like that, when you don't want to get your hands dirty, let me know because I, I'm, I'm here for you. There's you're going to hear like from you. no one. Nobody <laughs> does could, that. I could just see Owen eating a bag of Cheetos that are crushed up and he starts choking and it's just an orange cloud of dust. Like, <laughs> well, that's why you crush mouth. them up, dude. I don't want like a giant chunk just covering my trachea i want to be able to oh, breathe man. Yeah, good word nice <laughs> thank, yeah, you. thank you thank you oh anatomy <laughs> thank you there we go oh yeah yeah we got to throw one more in there tiktok yeah, tiktok we so, promised yeah we did promise the fans we did uh we posted a fire tiktok as yeah. we alluded to earlier doc rivers uh he was we were throwing some slander out there some light slander well we were just showing the step and we we're showing the facts we we're showing the facts so what we did was we said hey there's a lot of comments. We said, hey, we'll pick the best ones. We'll read them to you. We'll give you our favorite ones. My favorite one, this guy said, yeah, over, space, rated. I'm a, <laughs> I am a, like I am a, uh-huh. Celtics fan. We could, O-F, could of, one more than one, T-H-E-N, if we had Phil. So he was definitely talking about me. There's no other <laughs> Phil out there. And True. I agree, dude. I'm a great basketball mind. Any team that wants to have some success, yeah. bring me in. I might have some trouble managing the personalities of an NBA team, but you know what? That's you grow for a reason. Yeah. So I can confirm as somebody that's actually being coached by Phil. I mean, we won one game, but that one win was sick. It's though. a sick win. It's a sick <laughs> win. But uh, great coach. Definitely would have changed the fortunes of that team for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Um. My favorite comment here was by Jay Willy Gilly. <clears throat> great name. Great yeah. username. Yeah. Said, uh, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. That's, that's a good just, That's actually really yeah. good. And yeah, that's, that's a really 40-year-old for sure. Yo, that's an that's old a 40-year-old yeah. just pulling it out of the bag. Classic. Yeah. And uh, some guy called Exodus. I'm throwing in a second one here. He just commented Cock Rivers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, that's so random but funny. It's <laughs> uh, a funny laugh for sure. Okay, that's sick. Mine comes from a guy named Sid the Sloth. Again, great name. We got some great names in here. Yeah. But uh, he says, I totally agree. He, referring to Doc Rivers, only won his ring because Rondo served as the real coach slash leader of that Celtics team. So overrated. Let's go. Good reading. (laughs) Thank you, dude. Thank you. I've just been on fire, hey? Yeah. You're killing it today. (laughs) Bottom line is, I guess... uh, just breaking news. Real coach of that team was 22 or 23 year old Rondo. Yeah. 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 He was the leader, almost undisputable at this point. Over With, yeah. all those vets, Rondo was the guy. With uh, William Rondo was probably the assistant. Oh, man. Yeah. What an episode. Yeah. Put it in the books. Done. 10 out of 10 again. That was a long one, though, but 
I love it. The fans <laughs> are going to love that one, they I are. think. So, again, if you want to be featured, we'll, we'll keep doing the TikTok comments at the end of these. I don't see why not. So, yeah. you know what? Follow us on the TikTok, at The Flag Podcast. Yeah. We're posting lots over there. More to come. Maybe some clips from the show. Ooh. Yeah, lots to come for the future. So, we'll be talking to you guys again on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you then.